Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for May 18th, 2022. So I've been teaching a series entitled God's Grace and Our Faith. God's Grace and Our Faith, where everything that God does for us, he does it by grace. Grace is unearned, unmerited, undeserved. And then in response, everything that we do towards him, we do it by faith. And so by faith, we lay hold of God's grace. By faith, we become the men and women that God has called us to be. Now, the thing is, we've also been learning that faith works by love. So our faith is not going to work until we are fully persuaded that God loves us with this unconditional love. I pray that this message, as I've been teaching it over and over again, is getting down in your heart. God loves you. God wants to bless you because God wants to bless you because God is good. And he does it by grace. Grace is unmerited, undeserved. So open up your heart and let's, we're going to get into the word for this morning. and We're going to add to all the things that we've learned thus far. One second. Obviously, I don't have my same setup. There we go. All right, here we go. All right, so now let's get into the word for this morning. God's grace and our faith. This is part 18. Faith works by love, part 17. And the title of today's message is Love is God's Why. So what I want to deal with you this morning is, I was thinking about this whole why thing, this why concept. Uh, I was in a, a senior leader offsite when I was in the Army. And uh, one of the speakers at, at this offsite at West Point was Simon Sinek. And Simon Sinek is an author who has a book. He has multiple books, but one of the book, books is called Start With Why. And so you, you hear a lot about like start with why or find your why, discover your why. I'm going to deal with that today. But I want to tell you that love is God's why. So I'm going to talk about God and his why, and his why is love. Let's talk about it. So John 1 and 14, let's go through the scriptures we've been looking at. I'm going to add a scripture today to this pack of scriptures that is a very familiar scripture. John 1 and 14, the Bible says, the word became flesh and he made his dwelling among us. Now we have seen his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father, full of grace and truth. John 1 and 17, the Bible says the law was given by Moses but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 5 and 6, the Bible says, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision, your works, you're not saved by works. The only thing that matters now is faith, and faith works by love. Ephesians 3, verses 16 through 20, uh, the Bible says, and this is a great passage, and we've been looking at it for a while, I pray that God would unveil. Like pull back the veil, ooh, glory, within you, the unlimited riches of his glory and favor and supernatural strength until this power is flooding your innermost being and, and you have God's supernatural strength and his explosive power on the inside of you. Then by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep down on the inside of you and the resting place of God's love will become the very source and the root of your life. Then you will be empowered to experience what every holy one uh, empowered to discover what every Holy One experiences, the great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all of his dimensions, how deeply intimate, 
God's love is, how far reaching his love is, how enduring and inclusive it is. God loves everyone everywhere. Endless love that is far beyond all measurement. Endless love that transcends understanding. This extravagant love is poured out in us to the full until we are overflowing with the fullness of God. So never doubt God's mighty power. Look at me. Look at me, please. After all of the teaching, after everything that you've been hearing about the love of God, please never doubt God's mighty power to work inside of you to accomplish all of this. Think about what he's called you to do. Please never doubt his power to do it. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request. He will achieve more than your most unbelievable dream. And he will exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all. For his miraculous power constantly energizes you. The last scripture for today is a scripture I'm adding for today. Very familiar scripture, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So what does this mean for you today? God gave me a a big download this morning here in the hotel room. Uh, He started speaking to me about it last night. And he gave me two things, but he gave me so much that honestly, for those of you that get the email, I haven't even sent out the email yet because I was still working on like, you know, uh, um, wordsmithing the second point. So you'll get the email after I finish the video. I, I didn't want you guys to be, you know, the video to be late because of this. But my point is God gave me a lot this morning. So I'm going to try to give you what he gave me so that it could be a blessing. My job is to receive And then my job is to release. And so as I receive and I release, I pray that you receive what I'm releasing because I'm getting it from God. You got it? All right, two things for you this morning. Let's get into these two things. Here we go. Number one, God does what what he does because he loves us. God does what he does for us simply because he loves us. So let me give it to you the way that God gave it to me. When you meet somebody today in today's society, that goes out of their way to want to be a blessing to you. You know how it is. Like sometimes there are people that go out of their way that just want to be a blessing to you. Well, in today's society, if you just find somebody that just wants like to help you and, and you know, people are skeptical of that uh, initially, at least. In today's society, people are used to like tit for tat, quid pro quo, right? So it's like, hey, if you want to do something for me, then what do you want in return? But when you find somebody that just wants to be a blessing to you because they want to be a blessing to you, they're like, mm, I don't know, because this, they are looking for what the ulterior motive is. Because in, in today's society, people are accustomed to people having an ulterior motive. Uh, people are not accustomed to someone just wanting to be a blessing to you with no expectation of anything in return. But this is exactly what happens when we come to God. While we may be conditioned by this world and by the systems of this world to think a certain way, when we come to God, we got to learn how to open up our heart to God's grace and God's goodness and God's favor and God's love. So if you go to YouTube and you just search for discover your why or find your why, then you're going to get thousands upon thousands upon thousands of responses because you have all these people that are trying to find their purpose. They're trying to find their purpose. And, and I, I've done a lot of teaching on discovering your purpose and your vision and all that. That's not what I'm talking about today. What I'm talking about is God's purpose. What I'm talking about, like, you know, when you find your purpose, you find what makes you tick. When you find your purpose, your underlying purpose, you understand, like, you know, what motivates you. And when you understand someone else's purpose, you, you kind of understand what motivates them. Well, 
what I'm talking about today is understanding that as it relates to God. When you understand that God's underlying motivation is simply his love, say, say it this way. You might want to put this in the chat. Say, God loves me because God loves me. Like, I mean, you got to get that, you got to get that down in your heart. You got to, and I know it's not, you know, the world doesn't think this way, but God loves me because God loves me because he, God wants to be good to me because he wants to be good to me. Not because I'm good. I'm trying to decouple, detach, disconnect your faith from your performance. And so if you can understand that God's underlying motivation is love, like he wants to bless you because he wants to bless you because he's good. And I keep driving that home. If you understand that, and you understand that God is love and he like he is the personification of agape and he loves you with this unconditional and everlasting love, then you will understand why he wants to do what he wants to do in, in your life. And his love is one sided. His love is not based on our performance. And I know that it's, it's hard for us, like I said, because in this world, people fall in love and then they fall out of love. People say, oh, I love you forever. And then like, you know, two months later, they want a divorce. And so in this world, they don't, they, oh, I love this car. And then, you know, two months later, they don't want that car. And so the concept of love down here in this world is far different from God's love. God's love is one-sided. God's love has nothing to do with our performance. God loved us from the foundations of the world. There's nothing we did to cause God to start loving us and nothing we could ever do will ever make him stop. And so you're like, well, man, Rick, you, you've told me this already. No, I keep, I need you to get it. The reason why I keep coming back is because, because God wants me to keep coming back until you really get it. God's, we are human and we are flawed. And our performance is not a distractor to God in any way towards his love anyway. Now, he's going to allow us to reap what we sow. If we make dumb decisions, we get bad results. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about as it relates to the love of God, our performance is not moving God. God loves us because God loves us. And so he knows our thoughts before we think them. He knows our words before we speak them. He knows our actions before we take them. And he loves us anyway. He knows everything we've ever done. He knows everything we will ever do. And he loves us anyway. I, I, I want to get this down in your heart. God loves you with that kind of love. God loves you anyway. God is, is he has this unconditional love towards you. Love is his underlying motivation. And so the Bible says, matter of fact, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus. Jesus so loved the world that he went to the cross and died for us. The Holy Spirit so loves the world that he comes inside of us and lives inside of us despite the mistakes that we make day after day after day. And the Holy Spirit is still tirelessly dedicated to working on us and in us and with us and through us and for us so that we can become the men and women that God has called us to be. So when you think of all of this, why would God want to do all of that? Because he loves me, because he loves you. Put that in the chat. Say, God loves me and I know it, right? I mean, you got to get to the point where you are like, I am convinced that God loves me with this everlasting love. I am convinced that God loves me. And, and, and I understand that in today's society, you know, people are skeptical. Oh, you know, what do you want? Like, what, what does he want? Why is he, you know, what are you trying to do? No, I, I understand that. But you got to be delivered from that line of thinking and for you to really open up your heart to God's best. You got to get to the point where you are convinced that and I know, like for me, just being plain text with you, when I when I started learning the grace of God in 2012, I got saved in 1995. So from 1995 to 2012, you know, I was I was raised in a church where there was a lot of emphasis on my performance, and then I got born again, and then I started living by faith, and I thought I was doing the right thing. Right. You know, I was living by faith, but I didn't understand grace. And it wasn't that I was incorrect, but my understanding was incomplete. 
And so now living by faith, I was like doing my confessions and I got to do this right. And I got to do that right. And I'm going to believe, I'm going to receive, I'm going to decree, I'm going to declare. I'm a, and, 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 and I still do that, but I do it in a different way now, a different understanding. But I was doing all these things. I'm going to do this and God, because I do this and God is going to move. Because I do that and God is going to move. Because and like, you know, I'm, I'm going to command my morning. I'm commanding God and all that, which now sounds kind of crazy. And so now I went through all of that. And then in 2012, when I started studying the grace of God, it's like, wow, it's a whole nother level to this. Like there's levels to this. And here's the level. God loves me, man. God wants to bless me because God wants to bless me because God is good. It's not that I'm, God is not demotivated by my lack of perfection. Like, like God is not distracted by my flaws. I mean, God loves me. I, Jesus was perfect for me. I am righteous now. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. And I'm not righteous because of what I do. I'm not righteous because of what I failed to do. I'm only righteous because of what Jesus did. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ because of what Jesus did. I am in Christ and Christ is in me. And God sees me as one with Jesus. And, and so I'm an heir and a joint heir with Jesus. God loves me with the same love he loved his own son with. God filled me with the same Holy Spirit that he gave to Jesus. Come on now. And so he loves me with this amazing, unconditional, and passionate love. And so if you can ever get to the point, and I pray that you do, to where you believe what I'm saying, Put in the chat, God loves me and I know it. If you could ever get to that point where you believe it, like you believe it, like God loves me and I know it, then you will exercise faith on a whole nother level. You know why? Because faith works by love. And so when your faith is rooted and grounded in God's love, and, and, and like, you know, this, I want you to take time today and this week. You could be driving, you got in between meetings, whatever. Just take a moment to pause, contemplate, consider meditate, medicate on the fact that God loves you. Think about the amazing love. Matter of fact, the Bible says, the psalmist said that angels were tripping. Angels were baffled by this. Angels went up to God and said, well, God, what, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Like, I mean, why, why, why are you thinking about these humans so much? Like, like, I mean, hold on, God. Like, we're up here with you, and it's like, but you're focused on them. Why Why are you thinking about humans so much? And the answer is simple. Hey, because I love them. I just love them. I mean, I created them in my image. I created them after my likeness. I called them according to my purpose. Hey, that's my son. That's my daughter. I'm going to use them. They're yielding to me. They're submitting to me. I'm watching them change. I'm watching them transform. God, what do you think God does all day? Come on now. The Bible says God is watching over his word to perform it in our lives. God is thinking about us. God loves us with this unconditional love. I pray, I pray that you get this for weeks. I've been telling you over and over again, faith works by love. We're called to live by faith. I got it. God does everything that he does for us by grace. I got it. But if you want your faith to be strong, you got to be convinced that God loves you. Faith is not what happens when you convince God. Faith is what happens when God convinces you. You, you will never have strong faith until you're, you are convinced that God loves you. Now, when, when you are convinced that God loves you, then you're going to believe God on another level. Glory to God. You're going to dream God-sized dreams. You will see yourself the way that God sees you. You will believe what God believes about you. You will peer into the invisible. You will believe the impossible. You will attempt the unconscionable, right? I mean, you're going to be out there. You're going to be doing things that, that you, you will be walking in a level that is previously unimaginable for you. Why? Because, because you know God loves you. You are just walking in the fact that I can operate in an amazing level of faith because my faith is rooted 
and grounded in the fact that God loves me with this unconditional, one-sided, amazing love. Say amen to that. Glory to God. All right, I told you I only have two things for you this morning. That was the first one. Let me give you the second one as we close. The second one is grace is God's what and love is God's why. So I already told you that love is his why, but let me tell you that grace is his what. So let me talk about grace and love. I've already explained to you about the why part, love. But let me tell you the what or the how part, which is which is grace. So I'm attempting to explain to you the love of God and the grace of God towards you like in different stages. So let me, let me in this second point, let me give it to you the way that God gave it to me. So I saw like three stages. The first stage is before we were born again. So before we were born, actually. So before we were born, God loved the world. God loved us. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so before we were even born, God sent Jesus to this world to die in our place before we were born. He did that by an act of unearned grace and simply because he loves us, right? Okay, then let's talk about salvation. So after we get born, we get born and we're, we're ignorant, of the plans that God made for us from from the foundations of the world, right? So we're walking around on this planet, but we don't know who we are and we don't really know the gospel. And so then God sends people to us. We hear it in church or God sends people to us to share the gospel with us, the gospel that Jesus was born of a virgin. He lived a sinless life. He suffered, he bled, he died. He rose from the dead in the fulfillment of the scriptures. He ascended up into heaven and he's coming back again in glory to judge the living and the dead. That's the gospel. And, and you hear the gospel. And so God sent people to you over and over and over and over again to get you born again, to get you to believe in Jesus, to get you to repent of your sin and accept Jesus as Lord. For me, it took a lot of people, right? And so so God sent Jesus to die for, my, for me before I was even born. That's an act of grace because he loves me. Now he's sending all these people to me for me to get born again as an act of grace, unearned, unmerited, undeserved. Why does he do it? Because he loves me. And now that I'm born again, I now spend the rest of my life walking out my divine purpose. If all God wanted me to do was die and go to heaven, then I would be dead because I'm already going to heaven. So the fact that I'm still here is evidence that God is not through with me. God still has purpose locked up inside of me. And so my job is to get out of me what God placed in me from the foundations of the world, to find it, follow it, and finish it before I die. And so now what God is doing is working with me to find it, follow it, and finish it. How am I going to do it? Well, the only way I'm going to be able to do it is because I know that God loves me and that I am empowered by his grace to do what I could never do without him that God wants to bless me because God wants to bless me because God is good. And the underlying motivation behind everything that God does for me is the love of God. And so love is his why, grace is his how. God is doing what he does in my life by grace. I've been teaching you the grace life, but now I'm adding the love component to it because unless you know that God loves you, you will never really believe God on the level that God wants you to believe. So love is God's why. Grace is is God's how. Faith is your response. If you can respond in faith to God's love and God's grace, you can be become the man or the woman that God has called you to be. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I just gave it to you the way God gave it to me. I want you to lift up your voice and declare this, speak this over your life. I want you to speak this. I want you to speak words of faith from a believing heart. If this was a blessing to you, uh, I, of course, I want you to 
even as I'm sharing this, I, I want you to put some things in the chat about the love of God, about how you're opening up your heart, about how you're being changed by this series and by this message. Lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for revealing your love to me in a way that I can see and hear and understand. I am being changed on the inside by your amazing, one-sided, unyielding love. I believe the love. I receive the love. I embrace the love. And now, Father, because I know you love me, I have the faith that taps into your grace for me to do everything you've called me to do. I walk into this day and I walk into every day that follows as a man or woman that is submitted unto you, the resting place of your love is the very source and root of my life. And I believe what you believe about me. Use me, Father, for your glory. I believe that you will, which is why I keep saying, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, do me a favor, leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. Uh, I know I'm, you know, I don't have my normal setup, so I wasn't able to share what people were saying in the chat, but leave me some comments. I'm going to go back and I read those. And then also share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. Uh, if you like this content and you want more private content from Isabella and I, then check out Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. We will see you. Tomorrow.